0: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Resurgence. Her mission, to explore strange new ideas, to seek out new ethos, new inspirations, to boldly look within for the betterment of
1: all.
2: runabout computer lieutenant commander two of eleven recording chief engineer's log
3: recording
2: chief engineer's log stardate 85393.0 lieutenant Andreevich, corey and myself are on our way back to the soul system aboard the runabout Tigris, having completed our temporary duty for the uss titan in the sierra sector It has been a relatively uninteresting mission, and I look forward to seeing the new ship for which I will be taking over as Chief Engineer for newly promoted Rear Admiral Ownsby.
4: ETA to Sol at warp 6, 32 days and 20 hours.
2: I will remain in the cockpit if you would like to get some rest.
4: I don't know about rest, but I could use something to eat. I'll join you.
2: Andreevich, Corey, I'm reading an energy signature. What kind of energy, Commander? I believe it is radio waves. Subspace radio waves? No, bro, that's... It is changing. It has now entered the broadband subspace range. I can't trace a source. How is that possible? It clogged the vessel, maybe? No, I do not believe so. However, I can detect a pattern. Scanners indicate it is descending into the lower bands of subspace. We won't be able to detect it if it
4: goes too low.
5: Kodesh. Mukhtarif, Van Vanzamil. Josh Plem. Akunsu, nani
2: Intriguing. I should run a diagnostic. Our universal translators appear to be malfunctioning. It's okay, Commander. I understood one of the words in my native tongue.
4: I heard one in my language, too. Or a close enough approximation.
1: I believe something is sifting through our computer
4: for our languages. But how does it know that I'm Arabic and you're Serbian? Personnel files?
5: Dimension sound information to alert contact.
2: We must not allow it access to our computers. Engaging encryption process. What is the message? What is it saying?
4: Different. Yes,
1: different
4: or alien. Where is it coming from? I'm running a wideband subspace scan.
5: No sight. Sound only. Fifth dimension located. Extracting information. Lieutenant Commander Adel Fahm, now known as 2 of 11. Lieutenant Josef Andreevich. Lieutenant Nawaz Kiori. Pertinent information. Diplomats, same as we. Physical and sighted constructs different than we
2: who are we who are you?
5: We are sound We request diplomacy. Are you
4: accessing our computers?
5: Negative your device is being utilized for audio communications only communications platform same As we.
2: How do you know our names, our languages?
5: Spoken, we hear all. We seek correct manner of speech for three diplomat constructs Arabic, English, Serbian. English known by all three diplomat constructs. English chosen.
4: Whoa! First contact with a non corporeal entity.
2: So. Fascinating.
5: Not first contact.
2: When did we encounter you before? Are you related to Organians, Thasians, the Iconians?
5: We are now alone in the dimension of sound, kinetic, and potential energy vibrations. Not sighted for 300
2: years. So, did you evolve into this? Energy or were your physical bodies destroyed?
5: This is an adequate statement
2: I request more information alien of sound. What is your species name? What is your planetary origin who destroyed your civilization and why?
5: We are the Proximans. We originate from Alpha Centauri humans destroyed our civilization the reason was never discovered and now, to bring us onto equal footing, we shall do to you similarly what was done to us.
0: Resurgence to a team. May we be of any assistance down
3: there? <laughs> Kamarta to Resurgence. I think your presence is enough.
6: I will not repeat myself. Drop your weapons.
3: General, I strongly suggest you leave with us. I do not believe Deputy Director Jagel has your best interests in mind.
7: I will come with you. These men will wait here until we have departed. What they do afterward is of no consequence to me. I never even considered that Starfleet might be my saviors.
8: You... You were just a talker a decade ago. Little more than a motivational speaker. What happened to you?
3: Save it for the debrief, Lieutenant Commander. Resurgence. Are we far enough away from the radiation for transport?
0: Affirmative, Commander.
3: Energize.
0: I would say it's a pleasure to meet you, but we all know that would be a lie. So go ahead and give us your side of the story.
9: A few years ago, I was approached by some sort of entity. It promised me that I would get what I want, even Alpha Centauri's succession from the Federation. If I did something for it, I agreed. What did you do? Nothing yet. Said it would cash in on the marker in the future. But this alien showed me two possible futures, and said that I would be responsible for one of them, wouldn't tell me which. And things just started falling into place. After nearly a decade of trying to get a foothold in the Centaurian Protectorate, we finally did. Nearly half of the government's politicians were sympathizers to our plight. Plight? Anyway, I figured that this was just the Entity's way of keeping its word, giving me what I wanted.
3: So what happened?
9: Zaktorn. Konos. Babel.
10: Terre. Are you saying all of those... Protests and demonstrations? That's all you? Because of your decision?
2: Your
3: agreement opened a door for this entity to work on other worlds.
9: I guess so. I don't know how this thing works. Most of it's harmless for now. Except for that tragedy on Zack Doran. But it won't always be. I released the radiation because I knew the death toll would be minimal. I made specific strategic moves within the Protectorate, including manipulating the government into keeping things quiet for the good of my planet. And then, one day, I woke up with this splotch on my arm. The entity told us that it was marking us, not just me, the one that made the deal with it, but all of the ACO. It said that said that it used to live on Alpha Centauri, before the colonists arrived. But the alien didn't call them colonists, or settlers, or explorers. It called them... us. It it called humanity... the great supplanters. It views humanity as invaders, a a plague, not just on its homeworld, but throughout the galaxy. One of my friends on Babel told me that a man told him that he... For lack of a better term, made a deal with the devil. And
8: that's when I knew. The Entity is planning a takeover.
0: That's if we believe any of this.
3: It does sound quite far-fetched and mystical.
9: Believe me or not, you must understand. The Entity isn't just trying to give people what they want in exchange for minor social unrest.
8: Yeah, I think we get it. It's trying to bring down the Federation
10: from within. And possibly somehow feeding off of the fear and angst of thousands, maybe millions of people in the process.
3: If you are lying...
10: I swear
9: to you this is the truth. But I still want Alpha Centauri for Alpha Centaurians, and I always will. I just also think the Entity should have a stake in it as well.
1: Esposito to Admiral Owensby.
0: Go ahead, Ensign.
1: The Protectorate is in the process of quarantining District 7, and we've just left orbit. However, Deputy Director Yeagle is requesting for us to remain just a little while longer. What should I tell him?
0: Nothing. Radio silence till space dock. Adam, it's good to finally have you on board.
10: I should have known you'd come after me like this. You really should have. Please, both of you sit down.
3: Did the Protectorate indicate that they were going to come clean with the rest of the Federation about their inner turmoil?
0: They intimated that they would. Once we actually descended upon them from the sky, but there's no guarantee they will. They almost certainly won't mention that there may or may not have been a civilization on this world when the original settlers arrived.
10: Then might I suggest having a finger on the send button, so to speak. Our communications array will pick up any transmission, encrypted or not, to Earth. We could send the full, accurate report, long before their less-than-stellar one arrives. That's some very shitty politics for a medical officer, Adam. What do you mean, sir? Doctors are some of the most political people you'll ever meet. (laughs) (laughs) This does not
0: leave this room. Understood? Of course, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Dismissed. And there's me personal love. Space, the final frontier. I spent the last decade fearing it, hating it. It was only recently that I remembered that war and death are not all that this expansive black nothing has in store for us. If the war taught me stress and resentment, Perhaps my tenure on board this ship can remind me that exploration and alien contact can end well. We will continue to investigate these claims of Victor Skillen, but in the meantime, we will venture forth into the unknown with hope and goodwill.
3: Captain, on the bridge.
0: Carry on. Crewman Doyle, are you ready to depart for Seoul?
6: Ready as we'll ever be, Admiral.
0: OOD? Um, sir? You did pretty well before. Both on board the ship and on the ground. Why don't you take us out?
1: Uh, Yes, sir. Sending disembarkation codes to Station Alpha. Receiving affirmation for departure, albeit reluctantly. Helm, set course away from the planet at full impulse.
6: Yes, sir. Moving away from Alpha Centauri. Uh, what course should I set, Ensign Esposito? Take us home.
3: In your own time. No rush, crewman.
6: Uh, okay, sirs. Engage.
3: Take us out.
6: Make it so? (laughs) Too slow, Ensign.
4: So, it's 2100 hours. We've been at warp for two shifts and I've been told very little about what happened on Alpha Centauri. All I know is that you wanted me to run scans nonstop at the planet before we left and I discovered nothing besides the radiation, which we already knew was interfering with the ship's sensors. So, what is going on, guys?
11: Weird stuff, man. We don't know everything, Blue.
4: You know more than I do.
1: If we could tell you, we would. That's a six, not a nine. Whoops.
11: Sorry. There you go.
4: Well, whatever it is, my lab's not detecting any of this... weird stuff.
11: Red.
7: Ugh.
1: I'm sure it's all nothing. I'm sure once we get back to space dock, some admiral's gonna tell us to take it easy, and everything's gonna be fine. And a full-on investigation is gonna be launched on Alpha Centauri.
11: And Skillin will be taken off our hands. Who?
4: Uh, That name sounds familiar.
11: Victor Skillen, leader of the Alpha Centauri Originals. We have him in our brig.
4: What? Why?
11: Because he... Know what? Never mind.
4: You know, when I was a kid, my mom used to talk about the ACO like they were the marquis. She called them heroic and terrorists in the same breath. To be honest, I never cared much for politics or romantic idealists. Growing up on a science ship, I spent most of my time in the holodeck or helping out with my dad in his lab. But it just seems odd how one subject can draw out two opposing beliefs or feelings from a person. Not to mention a group of people.
11: Cognitive dissonance. Happens more than you think.
4: Regardless, it's
1: not the point. The point is that it's our job to follow orders, not question them. Growing up on a starship, you'd think you'd understand that by now, Bridges.
11: You're skipped, Cadmus.
4: I've got no problem following orders, Espo. We're all Starfleet officers, but we're scientists too. And scientists do ask questions. You're right, buddy. Just be careful what you ask for.
6: Uno.
12: Trust me, okay? I'm sure we're not in any trouble.
10: Oh, I know. But still, being summoned by the new Space Doc Admiral to recorders? feels
12: wrong. Well, here we are. It was a voluntary summons. Maybe she just wants to have dinner with us.
10: Okay, Mary. But we're a pilot and a nurse. Not exactly command staff material.
12: You should be honored. Anyway. Lieutenant Snyder, Nurse Vance, please, come in.
10: Hello there. Uh, hello?
12: I haven't told him yet.
10: Wait, you know what's going on?
12: Lieutenant, please, have a seat.
10: Okay then, thank you ma'am.
12: You did not serve in the war, did you?
10: No, no Admiral, I did
12: not. Why? You were stationed on Starbase 129 for the first five years of your Starfleet career.
10: Yes, I met Marita, uh, Nurse Vance there.
12: Relax, this is not an eval. Enter? Admiral? Thank you, Lieutenant Spajan. This is not good. Dr. Morose, our friend here has raised the hairs on our Katen colleague. Lucky we intercepted and deleted this report.
10: Wait, am I involved in a conspiracy?
12: Not quite. Conspiracy is the Council's utter lack of concern for the defense of the Federation. We intend to be prepared for whatever comes our way, no matter what they think.
10: That's why you told me to transport off the Resurgence instead of logging my movements with the lot Checkpoint. It is only
4: logical.
12: Chief Tan can be trusted to do what's necessary to keep your transport from being tracked, Andrew. Chief Tan! How do you even know him? Please remain calm. Admiral Owensby is fully aware of the part he will play in our insurance against the alien intrusion. He was just unaware that you too will have a role to play.
10: Okay, so we're discussing the possibility of an alien intrusion? Not a coup.
12: Lieutenant! We are all patriots. Should anyone, inside or out, make any unsanctioned or hostile moves against the Federation people or government, rest assured, we will respond in an equal and opposing reaction. Of course, Admiral. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to suggest- Lieutenant, it's fine. I suppose it's my fault. We did not exactly bring you in on this in the most official capacity.
10: So what exactly will my job be? I mean, if Admiral Owensby knows, how could I possibly be of use on the Resurgence?
12: The First Officer and the rest of the Senior Staff are unaware of Owensby's involvement. He might give an order that doesn't exactly make sense in that moment. It'll be up to you to back him up and ensure his orders are carried out. And to persuade him to follow the orders of Starfleet Command, should he have a change of heart.
10: But only if the Federation is threatened?
12: Of course, Lieutenant. There is a possibility that the resurgence continues on its exploratory and diplomatic missions with no reason to be given such orders.
10: Alright, Admiral. I'm in.
0: Computer, time.
3: 08.20 hours.
0: Activate media feed.
10: The decimation of the Orion Crime Syndicate led to the Nausicaan acquisition of their weapons, ships, and bases. The Tolarian-Tholian Pact is looking at the Nosakans' good fortune as an opportunity to annex them into their coalition. When asked if the Lethan government would capitulate to the Tolarian's demands to sign a non-aggression pact, the Lethans offered no comment.
0: Computer, off. Enter.
3: I still don't understand why you want this lousy excrement in your quarters, Admiral.
9: All right, I get it. You don't like me. That's an understatement. You two can wait outside.
0: (sighs) Now the real men can talk. Well, I can talk, and you can listen and answer my questions honestly when I give you permission. Something has been bothering me. This report says that you seem ready to die for your cause Alpha Centauri. I am. Was it a question? My question is why. How does your death help the ACO or the alien who contacted you? Death is not the end. That doesn't answer my question. What benefits would your movement attain from your martyrdom? Admiral. May I call you
9: Admiral? Yes, that is all you can call me. Great. Admiral, my martyrdom, as you call it, would spark a revolution. It... Yeah, 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 I get that. But what about these aliens? How would it get their land back? It would prove their existence, their power to the galaxy. How? They could revive me. That's a gamble you want to make. Not particularly, but at the time, death seemed better than capture.
0: Did you happen to see these aliens resurrect somebody from the dead? With your own two eyes.
9: No, but they told me... Oh,
0: they told
8: you. Commanders,
0: you can take this man back to his cell. He's wasting my time.
8: All right, let's go.
0: Wait, the mark's on my arms.
9: What about them? You could scan them. See that I'd tell you the truth. The aliens do
0: have the power over the human body. We have already scanned them, Skillen. They're not some sacred mortals of a divine being who has chosen you as its prophet. They're the results of intense radiation poisoning. You have harmed the very people you sought to protect. Get him out of my sight! Computer... Analyze all data gathered from the theoretical original inhabitants of Alpha Centauri.
3: Analyzing.
0: Considering the historical gaps of the initial landing and colonization of the planet, what is the likelihood that these aliens lived on the planet just over four light years from Earth?
3: Data analyzed. There's a 0.12% probability that sentient life developed on the planet prior to terraforming and colonization.
0: That's what I suspected. Tell me more about this terraforming.
3: Records unavailable.
0: Interesting.
7: Enter. Ensign Esposito, this is... unexpected. To what do I owe this interaction? Um... I got permission from the XO to
1: check on you. Our long-range scans aren't revealing any suspicious ion trails leaving the Alpha
7: Centauri system. It is much appreciated, Ensign. Please, come in. Commander Kamarda says Skillen still isn't being useful. Indeed. It seems he was being truthful when he told me he did not know where my daughter was. What makes you so sure? Surely he would have used that information as leverage to bargain his way out of the brig. The fact that he remains persistent in his claim that a pan dimensional entity has earned his loyalty and that of his movement leads me to believe that she ran away. Or was kidnapped by someone else? There is no evidence to suggest a kidnapping, even by the Alpha Centauri originals. My humanity allowed me to believe the best case scenario that she had been fooled by the charisma of an idealistic extremist, rather than the more likely event that she simply left Alpha Centauri without my knowledge or permission. Why? Why would she do something like that? Wouldn't she know how much you and her mother would worry? Possibly, but love can make even those with Vulcan blood do strange things. You think she eloped? Was she seeing somebody? There was a boy she went to school with who went missing a week prior to her disappearance. I did not immediately see the connection because there was none, aside for the timing.
1: Yeah, it is a pretty dainty leap to make, but then again, kids don't tell their parents everything. I didn't tell mine anything. This is most disturbing. Well, I don't know. Uh I guess I had trust issues. I wasn't exactly the model kid or student. They adopted me and loved me, but I always felt like I disappointed them. I think I committed the ultimate sin by joining Starfleet. They did not approve? I mean, I was adopted. I didn't know where my birth parents were, or who they were. And neither did my adopted parents. I was an orphan, left on someone's doorstep. I'd always felt that if I couldn't trust my birth mother and father, how could I trust anyone else? Even those who claimed to love me. I see. And they knew this. Yeah, they, they knew. I had lashed out at them enough when I was younger. I rebelled like every other teenager, treated my younger sister like trash because she wasn't adopted. That must have been difficult. Yeah, it was. For all of us. I regret a lot of it, but I joined Starfleet to get away from them. For both our sakes. It wasn't until after my first week at the Academy that they sent me a message letting me know that they didn't see it the way that I thought they had.
7: It seems to me that the disappointment in you did not come from them, but yourself. <laughs> uh, I, uh... I didn't expect to get all emotional with you, sorry. Do not apologize, Ensign. I am only half Vulcan, after all. Well, I hope you find her. I mean, I'm sure you will. As am I. Alright. Uh, sir, General, I'll, uh, see you later, I guess. Take care, Ensign.
1: (sighs) Where did that come from?
0: Enter Esposito, report to Science Lab 1. Esposito, to Lab 1. So... Sound, which is essentially just energy vibrating at detectable frequencies, cause the marks on their
4: arms. Not exactly, but yes. The low-frequency vibrations from the sound alter and intensify the effects of the alpha radiation that naturally emits from the planet's crust. Normally, the Centaurion's natural resistance to the radiation built up over the last few hundred years would render them unaffected, but... Somehow, they have been. At least a select few.
0: The select few being the members of the ACO.
11: Yeah, it's weird, Admiral. There's no reason the low-frequency sound waves should be targeting them specifically. Unless
1: it's intentional. So we think the entity is, what, sound-based?
11: How's that even a thing? Well, the alien might not be made up of sound, but some sort of... normally undetectable energy from another dimension that can manipulate sound.
0: Keep working. Find out if these marks are some kind of message or harbinger of something worse. I want to know if these aliens pose a threat before we encounter one. Got it? Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir.
3: Kamarta to Onsby. Ownsby here. We've just received a subspace message from 2 of 11 from the Tigris. They should meet us at Earth space dock in four hours.
0: This may sound odd, but when was that message launched?
3: Timestamp says... over 24 hours ago.
0: I hate it when my hunches are proved right. At their range, the subspace message would have reached us nearly instantaneously.
3: What are your orders, sir?
0: Assuming the message was delayed or modified by a third party, I a yellow alert and had Admiral Galagos appraise of the situation. I'm on my way to the bridge now. I just want to make a quick stop.
9: Ah, another visit from our enigmatic and broody cat, Captain. How may I be of amusement? It's Admiral,
0: first of all. Second of all, your story seems to have been verified by our sciences.
9: Oh good, because for a while there, I was really worried you wouldn't believe me. Then I'd be the bad guy who ends up
0: saving the galaxy. That's not going to happen. We will be at Earth within the hour. You will be taken into custody by Starfleet security. And probably have even more medical experiments run on you. Oh, goody. Victor, this is serious. You have not only allowed a potential hostile force into this universe, but you didn't even notify anyone. All of this could have been prevented. Stop your melodrama, Katian. Of course I told
9: someone, but the Protectorate tried to silence me. Don't you get it, Onsby? They knew about it from the start. The Federation Council knows. They
0: all know. It's called a conspiracy. Maybe the Protectorate knew, but the fact that these aliens targeted you with increased radiation poisoning and not the government proves that there is no conspiracy. If there were, the aliens would have marked the Protectorate to get people to pay attention to them. But they did it, Skillin! They marked you. Because they were using you! These aliens don't care about Alpha Centauri or any other planet! They're non-corporeal! They can't exist anywhere! This is an attack!
9: (laughs) There he is, the old war hero. Tell me, Owensby, how does it feel to have another insurmountable obstacle to tackle? Do you feel at home now? I don't have to listen to any of this. Oh, that's right, because I'm just a criminal in a cell. Your own friends won't tell you what you need to hear, because they're going through it all, too. Each one hoping that this new threat is just the thing to reunite the Federation.
0: The Federation is already united.
9: It's falling apart, Anders. Alpha Centauri was the first world colonized by Earth, and now look at it. People like me run it. Look at Zack Dawn, and Risa and half a dozen other planets just waiting for the moment to
0: leave your silly little paradise. Because of you! You let them into this dimension! You planted the seeds! This is all your fault!
9: Dissension was there. It's been there for decades, even in your precious Starfleet. You just don't want to see it. How clearly it was shown who the sheep were during the Dominion War. Oh, yes. But the Iconian War showed everyone who deserves to be the sheep. Ah! Sir, drop this force field now, crewman! Oh, there's the man we all want to (laughs) see. Use your scars as an excuse to hurt
0: those who hurt you. Sir, I cannot let you harm the prisoner. Let me in,
5: or it will be you in there!
3: Anders! What? Is the meaning of this?
0: Commander, I was just interrogating the prisoner. I thought you were supposed to be on the bridge.
3: Funny thing, Admiral Gallegos wanted to view Skillin for herself, so I showed her a live feed just as you began to attack.
0: Kamarta, I'm fine. Really. I'll explain to Rachel that I was just a little upset.
3: A little upset? You will confine yourself to quarters until Adam sees fit to release you. And if you even think of arguing, I will pick you up by the scruff of your neck and haul you by your whiskers there myself.
0: Right, of course. I need to cool off, of course, you're right. These are for me when we arrive at Earth.
3: Of course.
9: What? I didn't do anything.
3: I lied. We saw more than I told him. We heard what you said.
9: Ah. Well, it's true.
3: (sighs) I know.
6: Adjusting heading by Mark 4 degrees port. Keep an eye on that
8: Ion Storm in Sector 6, crewman. Acknowledged, Commander.
6: Ugh. What happened? Where? I can't see. Is anyone there? I cannot see. Ugh, this is strange. I I can't feel either. Hello? Is anyone here? I am. Whose I am? Is that you, Nevu? Lieutenant Commander Nivu. Oh. Sorry, sir. I can't see. Can you? No. So, what do we do? I mean, I can't even feel the console to turn on the tactile interface. The ship is here. We can hear it.
8: That is enough. We just need to be patient and not panic.
6: Right. Of course. Sure. Don't panic. We just can't feel anything or see anything. It'll be fine. Oh, I can't even feel my mouth moving or my own hands. I'm clapping, but I can't feel it. Is anyone else here? Oh, thanks.
8: I don't hear anyone else. Some of the consoles and displays are emitting static. Whatever happened to us-
6: Happened to the ship, too. There's no sensors. We could be flying into a sun.
8: Um, probably not. Space is big. Besides, the route we were taking had no celestial bodies for light years till the Sol System.
6: Oh, right. Just that ion storm. No worries then. Computer, report.
8: An energy wave has disabled numerous ship's functions, including sensors, navigation, weapons. What does work, computer? Life support,
0: communications.
8: Bridge to Admiral Owensby.
0: Owensby here, are you blind too?
8: Um, yes sir. We can't feel anything either. Your orders?
6: Until we figure out what's going on. Whoa. Oh, sir, how'd you get here so fast? This is not good. Sir,
8: I could hear you on the comms, and then... You continued speaking as if you were right next to me. You are next to me, right?
0: Affirmative. This can only mean one thing.
8: The Prophets have taken us to the Celestial Temple. I thought you weren't religious. I mean, being inside a wormhole with benevolent entities is probably the best-case scenario right now.
0: No, I don't think this is the wormhole. Admiral? Hello, Commander. Welcome back to the bridge. Or the realm of the original Alpha Centaurians.
2: Very astute, Admiral Ownsby. Two? It is me. However, our predicament is a bit more problematic than simply being displaced into another dimension. We, along with our vessels, have been converted into energy that can only be detected as sound.
11: That explains why we can move from the science lab to the bridge so quickly.
2: Indeed. Speed of sound is negligible for a spacecraft. But for a humanoid aboard one, it is quite possibly the fastest we will ever be able to move.
10: I have so many questions. We all do, Adam. I think our hosts are
0: about to explain them. I assume they did this to us.
2: They did. Though I'm not sure how they moved the Tigris to within sound distance of the Resurgence without being detected.
5: Resurgence. Hello? Who are you? We are the Proximans.
9: I am vindicated. Be silent. Right, that's gonna
11: happen. <laughs> How are you here? Why do you call yourself Proximans if you've lived on Alpha Centauri? Proxima's the son. Are you responsible for my daughter's disappearance? Many questions.
7: Okay, begin with the origin story.
5: We lived as partial corporeal beings within the star you call Proxima Centauri for a millennia until we discovered we could move from the star to the planet Alpha Centauri in the form of subspace energy waves. We landed and began to terraform the planet to suit our life force. We evolved completely into non-corporeal form and discovered that we could exist solely in subspace, having no need for any other form of energy or body save for the radiation that emitted from beneath the planet's surface. Centuries later, humans came to Alpha Centauri, however, when they encountered our kind, they used electromagnetic weapons to destroy most of us only a few escaped into the lower bands of subspace
0: okay wait a second that's terrible but did you ever consider the humans just didn't know of your existence their scanners back then couldn't even detect em like forms like yourself
5: this is true however we did make ourselves known to them and they did not stop but amplified their attacks many did not believe we were sentient. The human colony leaders concealed this knowledge from their Earth counterparts, so we did not hold Earth responsible. To this day, the Protectorate deploys orbital and planetary subspace beacons to limit our involvement on the planet. However, we found a way to communicate with individual humans. We promised them whatever they wanted in exchange for the displacement of the Protectorate.
0: But you're trying to displace the governments of many worlds throughout the Federation and beyond!
5: That is not us. Though we did have a temporary alliance with the Entity involved. The Entity traveled from another subspace realm to yours at the same time we did.
3: So what now? You turn us into energy that you can play with until you get bored and destroy
10: us? Don't be silly, Kamarda. Energy cannot be destroyed. That is
5: accurate. Sound waves can be dispersed into potential energy to be used at a later date.
0: What must we do to stop this hostility? We could get your planet back. Something tells me you're not interested in that
8: anymore.
5: This is accurate. We will destroy everyone on Alpha Centauri, beginning with the group known as the Alpha Centauri Originals.
9: Hey, we tried to help you.
5: You failed. The Protectorate is still in power. The contract is null and void.
7: Is that what you did to my daughter?
5: Your daughter is unknown to us.
7: Her name was Terran, daughter of Tepec and Josefina.
5: All Alpha Centauri colonists can be easily tracked. Terran, daughter of Tepec and Josephina, is on a cargo ship 33 light years from Proxima. We did not interact with Terran. (sighs) I
0: see. So what's next? What do you want with us? We're not Alpha Centaurians. Well, most of us aren't.
5: The Alpha Centurions will be converted into potential energy. The rest of you will be allowed to resume your mission.
0: That's not good enough, sorry.
5: You have no choice.
0: I beg to differ. Do you know of the Federation?
5: We are aware of your existence. And you know of Starfleet? We are aware of your existence.
0: What are we, first and foremost?
5: Individuals in the Starfleet of the Federation are first and foremost diplomats.
0: Then I request a diplomatic meeting to discuss and compromise a treaty of peace.
8: Denied.
0: But, But what harm does it do? Let us speak and end this hostility.
3: Denied.
0: Give me a chance! Who is your leader? Tell me what you want! Tell me something!
3: Denied.
0: I just want to make this right and save the lives of millions of people.
3: Denied.
0: Then I have failed.
3: Alien, we are first and foremost diplomats, correct?
5: Correct.
3: We are secondly explorers, yes?
5: Correct.
3: And then, once diplomacy and science fails us, what are we?
10: You are as a last resort. Soldiers. If diplomacy and science cannot prevent the deaths of millions, we would have no choice but to weaponize every subspace, beacon, communications relay, and antenna in the Alpha Quadrant.
2: The Borg Transwarp Network would provide an effective relay system for a subspace radio broadcast.
5: You wish to instill fear? No. We wish to inform
0: you of the next logical step that Starfleet would take if communication and understanding was off
1: the table.
8: Acknowledged. Stand by.
1: What are we waiting for? Maybe the alien doesn't even know. Okay, we have to step in the right direction.
3: I can only see white.
6: Like the stories of the Prophets. We already know they're not them, sir.
0: Whatever they are, I think they're about to make their judgment.
3: (sighs) Where are we now? Did you hear that?
0: Somebody's coming.
11: Or something.
6: I guess the sound aliens feel like putting on a show.
0: I concur. They'll be ready for anything. See?
6: (laughs) I told you
11: they were awesome. This is so weird.
1: The worst part is we can't even see. I don't know. I think it's more beautiful when we can only hear it.
11: Yeah, you would think that. If we aren't going to fight,
8: Admiral, I think we should talk. Maybe this is their way of opening up a dialogue.
0: It's possible, uh, sound aliens.
2: Or maybe we should sing? Fight song with song?
6: So we're in a musical now.
0: No, but I wouldn't put it out of the question. Proximens, we desire to communicate. Anders, what are you doing? Getting on my knees and humbling myself. Maybe they need to know we really mean business.
10: Proximans, the Federation is not perfect, but we wish to provide stability and peace throughout the Quadrant.
2: If this doesn't work, we are simply humiliating ourselves.
3: There is no reason to
2: believe this will work.
5: You four will represent your kind. The Peacemaker the healer, the strength, the hopeful.
0: We cannot speak for the Federation. We will not
3: be put on trial for things we did not do.
5: You have convinced us that diplomacy is the desirable route. Our conditions are these. We will observe your missions henceforth you will report to us your inner findings and the humans on alpha centauri will relocate if you four agree to these three conditions then two planets will remain and one leader will find redemption
10: and if we refuse you Accept your terms and conditions! What? Admiral, I don't understand. I believe he's lost his mind. Finally, it's been a long time coming. Accept!
2: I accept!
10: Alright, but if we get turned into sound waves anyway, I too accept. Kamarta! What? Trust me.
3: Fine. Have it your way, you bunch of tone deaf one note to talk. I accept.
5: You have one week to convince the supplanters to relocate.
0: It's not that easy. It's gotta go through the Federation Council and the Office Centauri Protectorate, then there needs to be a vote. That
5: is of no concern to us. One week. We'll
0: see what we can do.
5: You may rise.
0: There's just one more thing. Yes? You mentioned another species of pan-dimensional entities that has entered into our universe through the same cosmic loophole you came through.
5: Who were they? It is but one entity. It has no name, no image. It makes no sound. It is this entity. That will cause two of your worlds to fall.
0: Wait, what do you mean? We're back. I can see
6: again. Thank the prophets.
0: Indeed, Nivu. Doyle, our position
6: in heading. Um, same as before, sir. On course for Earth.
3: Except now we have an extra runabout in the shuttle bay. And you now
2: have your Chief Engineer, Science Officer, and Ops Manager.
6: Hello, everyone.
0: Source? Interesting. I have a very lengthy and detailed report to write for Starfleet Command. I'll be in my ready room. Kamarta, you have the bridge.
3: Aye, Commodore. What's that? Something I heard Ensign Bridges say the other day. I like it, sir.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess Admiral is a bit pretentious. Commodore, it is, then.
8: You wanted to see me, Admiral. Have a seat, Commodore. (laughs) I can always tell when you're nervous, Anders. You get all official and call me Admiral. You sit down without straightening your tunic. Your whiskers twitch. What is it?
0: Just wondering why I'm here, sir.
8: Right. Well... As you know, the Proximans gave you one week to have the Centurions removed from Earth's oldest colony. It is now day six. A vote has been taken.
0: I am to assume by the tone of your voice that the outcome came out as expected.
8: Near unanimously. All voted to stay. That is unfortunate, Admiral. Perhaps. Did the Proximans give you any indication as to their timetable when they would move in on the planet, on Earth, should their demands not be met?
0: Not really, but I expect that it will be as swift as sound. If that will be all, ma'am.
3: Of, of course, Sanders. Admiral!
0: It's Commodore, Lieutenant. Mr. Snyder, how nice of you to make my acquaintance.
10: What can I do for you? It's not what I can do for you. I mean, it is what I can do for you, but not what you can do for me. Sir. Oh, how silly of me, of course. I
0: need all the help I can get from a spoiled young junior officer looking to make a name for themselves in a time of conflict. Sir, no, it's not like that. Deck 10. What does it then, Snyder?
10: Well, I hesitate to say on an ESD turbolift, Commodore. Don't
0: hesitate too long. Spit it out sometime this year, before the proximens wipe out the Federation.
10: Sir, there, there's a threat to the Federation?
0: What? Oh, yeah, of course. There's always something going on, isn't there?
10: Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, Commodore. So? Uh, nothing, sir. I mean, I just wanted to say, uh... I'm a good pilot, and I look forward to serving with you aboard the Resurgence.
0: Another hotshot flying boy with delusions of competence. We'll see if you can fly her without scraping the paint off the space dock. Then we'll discuss whether or not there's anything you could do for me. How is that, Lieutenant? Um. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. Just report to resurgence already. I've got other things I need to take care of before we head out to the Solarian border. Aye, sir. All right, Doc. I don't have all day. Commodore? Well, at least someone got the message, Doctor. I have information that will trouble you. So said your triple encrypted background frequency lower band subspace message, but I doubt anything can make this day any worse. It's your friend, the good Admiral Galagos. Whatever. I
6: believe you should have a seat, sir.
0: Captain's Log Supplemental. Why is nothing ever simple? As I know that the Proximans are hearing this report, I suppose I will kill two birds with one paw. <laughs> That's an old Cassidy phrase. I sincerely apologize for failing to sway the voters in the Protectorate and the Council, and so I humbly ask for forgiveness for all those who will experience the results of my failures. However, I have recently learned that there is more than one threat to the ideals of the Federation. And I will not stand idly and allow the downfall of everything I hold dear. Whether it's from within, or from without. Four. Three. Two. One.
3: First officer's log, supplemental. The last few days have been... exhausting. But I have to be strong for my commanding officer. For my crew.
10: Chief Medical Officer's Log, I am due for a counseling session with the Resurgence's new resident counselor. To be honest, I look forward to it.
2: Chief Engineer's Log, Lieutenant Watts was an adequate temporary replacement. However, I am sure she is glad to be heading back to the USS Constitution. Although this is my first full day on the Resurgence, I already feel like this is home. Perhaps it is because my friends are here.
4: Space. The final frontier.
6: These are the voyages of the USS Resurgence. Her mission, to explore strange new ideas. To seek out new ethos, new inspirations. To boldly look within for the betterment of all.
0: You have been listening to Renewal, a Star Trek fan production. Episodes 1 and 2. To have a comeback, and you must have a setback. Written by Aaron McDonald. The cast of this episode, names or Discord IDs, features the voice talents of Andrew Gehring as Admiral Anders Ownsby, Kirsten Martin as Commander Kamarta, Elliot Life as Dr. Adam Devalle, Brody Middleton as Lieutenant Snyder, Simon Squire as Ensign Cadmus Esposito Austin Clark as Ensign Simon Holden Crimson Charlie as Chief Tan Turnator as Ensign Bridges Max Noble as Lieutenant Commander Nibu Zohar Vanessa as Crewman Doyle Mesa Vera VA as Lieutenant Alexandria Watts Jim Raynor as General Tepec Griffin Eves as Skillen Spider Clone as Dr. Moros Dennis Rowley as Chief Vanor Elena Kulin as Admiral Rachel Galagos Jim Caddy as the Sound Alien Julie Marie Perrette as the computer, and other parts were played by Riff Point's extras cast. The episode was edited by Ari Jones, Alex Ybarra, and Fiona Weaver, and the music was composed by Elena Morrow Music. Renewal, a Star Trek fan production, was created by Andrew Gehring and Aaron McDonald, based on Star Trek The Next Generation by Gene Roddenberry, and Star Trek Online, developed by Cryptic Games. No rights infringement intended. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to Rift Points YouTube channel or follow us on social media at the links in the episode description. We hope to see you again next time in the Rift. Star Trek and all related marks, logos and characters are owned by Viacom CBS Incorporated. Rift Point Productions, website promotion and or any exhibition of material created by Rift Point Productions are not endorsed, sponsored or affiliated with Viacom CBS or the Star Trek franchise.